0: You're listening to This QPOC Life, a podcast that looks at the world through the lens of a queer person of color. We strive to be a safe and inclusive listening space for QTPOC. And as always, I want to welcome my fellow credible crusaders to the table. Hi, everyone. My name is Carlos
1: Rios, and you can catch me online at Fabulo. My name... My name. Oh, we're gonna start that one way if I go. Remix! That's <laughs> <laughs> staying in the it's edit by the friend, yeah. <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> I, it's so incredible. Uh, hi everyone. My name is Carlos Rios. you can catch me online at Trave My pronouns are he, she, they, hers is, and TikTok.
0: Ooh. <laughs> That, that little flub you had, though, is appropriate for today's episode, and we'll all understand why real soon. Go ahead.
2: Dip shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Zachary Aris, a.k.a. at Zachary Aris everywhere on the internet, also including Showtime Syzygy. My pronouns are open. My heart is open. Your legs and your are open.
3: Are open.
1: Oh! <laughs> your hiney hole is open. <laughs>
2: And my body is just really open and relaxed right now. So, (laughs) Jonathan.
3: My name is Jonathan, a.k.a. Blasian FMA. You can find me online everywhere from YouTube to Twitter, preferred Instagram. But Uh, not only fans. Not OnlyFans, not anymore. Closed. It's closed. It's closed. over. That testament is unlike close. Zach's legs. But um, <laughs> my pronouns are he, him, and his. You may call me Joe
0: Lee, and that is Joe with no E, and that is how you'll find me around the internet. And my pronouns are they, them, theirs, and Tumblr.
1: Uh, okay. <laughs> RIP Tumblr, though. Once they started Sessa Foster,
0: right? The, al- the Alpha and the Omega. It's, a, it's a, all the porn moves to Twitter, anyway. It's fine. It's true. And you are listening to the, the
3: award winning This Cupac Life. This Cupac Life. community shout out goes out to the Okra Project. Mm. The Okra Project is a partnership facilitated by e. Enfield Stewards funded by Black Trans Solidarity Fund and a group of Black Trans Chefs that aims to bring home cooked healthy and culturally specific meals to Black Trans people in New York City.
0: I love all of
3: that. Yes, indeed. Why Okra? Well, during the Middle Passage, our African ancestors snuck, on, uh, snuck okra onto captive ships to sustain themselves and plant it in the New World. Black diasporic cooking traditions often uh, use okra, uh, the okra plant, for its versatility and is often associated with health, prosperity, and community. You can find out more about the Okra Project by going to their Instagram page, all one word, The Okra. Project. So that's T H E O K R A Project.
1: Now I want some fried okra. Right? That's the only kind of way I've
2: ever consumed okra. Really? Okra, though. I prefer it stewed. I I don't like the. I I just don't like like
3: okra. okra. Wow. Okay. So please support, (laughs) (laughs) but but support the Okra Project, obviously.
0: For many of you out there listening, I would dare say for everyone here sitting at the table, you may remember the early aughts era as a time of great transition. In the early 2000s, as with every other decade, brought great change. Everything from music, its consumption and distribution, to national security, and how we get around rapidly evolved during this era. A lot of people might credit this evolution to social media, from chat rooms and special interest forums to MySpace pages and the shout newborn. out to MySpace, <laughs> shout out oh, to MySpace, top eight, thank you, <laughs> and, and everybody learning CSS for the first time. In the oh day. yes, <laughs> MySpace taught me how to code. Yes, right.
2: MySpace and Peta's the precursor. To, Some folks uh, did too blogspot. much.
3: They were making it rain and Mm -hmm. automatic songs. Blingies? I love the Blingies. Freeze up your PC. I made a whole MySpace
2: (laughs) fan based website for Beatrix from Final Fantasy IX.
3: Of course. I digress.
0: You got to go. Okay. (laughs) And that's when we saw the birth of YouTube. And many folks who were coming of age during that era were afforded a great opportunity to learn. Not only about the world, but about themselves and how they wanted to present themselves to the world. So one of the social media juggernauts, I'm looking at you Facebook, established its position as the leader of digital connection early on. As such, it has had to traverse unknown terrain and unfortunately, but not unexpectedly, at times has had some missteps along the way. So today, we're not talking about Cambridge Analytica or data breaches, though (laughs) those things are very relevant to QTPOC as well, but we want to look at our own experiences with social media and quote-unquote real-name controversies. So um, what is bringing this conversation up is actually a a personal experience of mine. Um, If you saw... Um, if you're friends with me on Facebook or if you saw my my Twitter, I, I talked about it very briefly. But someone on Facebook, I'm assuming somebody that I'm friends with on Facebook, reported my personal profile's username to Facebook because I'm using it mononymically as JoJo. And that was thanks to a hack that I saw
3: (laughs) from me. (laughs) I just remembered that you learned that that we learned it together.
0: (laughs) I forgot all about that. So I followed your lead and it just, it made my life so much easier on Facebook because outside of, of when I'm introducing my public facing persona as Jolie and I'm introducing myself to people one-on-one, I usually use Jojo or I encourage folks to use Jojo as the name that they refer to me as personally. And so, um, you know, and I, it just sort of brings up this conversation about the complicated relationship that trans folks and gender nonconforming and non-binary folks can have with our given names. And mine is layered for many reasons that don't just have to do with my gender. So it just became easier for people who knew me as JoJo, but also know me as jo Lee, to just... I can send them a friend request that way. They know exactly who they're talking to and then they don't have to remember that I have 15 different <laughs> names that I might be using at any one particular time. Um, so somebody reported me and I've, I had some hot things to say uh, during the uh, uh, international pronoun day because some folks were making inappropriate jokes and so I basically said, if you're making light of International Pronouns Day today, um, fuck you. <laughs> to put a nice period on it. And um, nobody nobody actually approached me about it. But all of a sudden, now I have to deal with Facebook. And so... So they reported you. Yeah, they reported name. me. So the,
2: so the timeline is, it was International Pronouns Day and yes. you... Made that statement after people were being hella problematic, mm-hmm. and then when were you? When were you like? When was your uh, name reported, or when was your account like?
0: My account was reported over that following weekend. Okay. So, and for folks out there who think that I'm, I'm talking about any one specific person, uh, nobody is that special. I have to deal with many people who are inappropriate about their feelings about pronouns and make inappropriate jokes all the time. Mm. So um, in the great words of that Janet Jackson song, I bet you think this song is about you. It is not. So. Okay. (laughs) Well, well also,
2: so I remember months and months ago during season two, I did say that correlation equals causality, and Mm -hmm. I still believe that. So, in my opinion, like, you went from taking this stand and making a statement about it. Mm -hmm. Then, over the weekend, you also were taking another public stand about it. And then, all of a sudden, your account was banned. So, in my mind, one plus one equals two.
3: Yeah, somebody saw all that and was like... They probably felt Which, a certain way like i i don't want to start so they reported a,
2: i don't want to start a witch hunt
3: <laughs>
2: or a lynch mob <laughs> <laughs> but what I will say, like i don't I don't know how exactly it was. Does it mean that like multiple people had to report you for it?
3: to it like, only takes left? one. It only takes it one person. It just takes one person. So and the mm-hmm. fact that you brought it up, uh, that I forgot that I was the one that showed you that hack. Mm-hmm. I had been reported a long time ago, but yep. because I don't just go around thinking like, just call me Jonathan or whatever. It's not so important. It's still my name, right? right? I just wanted it to just say Jonathan, but I thought it was just cool aesthetically for Facebook. And um, Facebook actually has... Uh, quote unquote, crack down on that kind of thing for people like me that are getting around the system and using that for aesthetic reasons. Um, But as far as this uh, controversy has uh, elevated or evolved to include trans people and uh, non-binary, gender non-conforming people, it has a history with um, like drag queens. Um, And then even before drag queens, it was basically any person of color that had a name that facebook might have uh thought was not uh their real name so in 2008 a woman in japan named hiroko yoda uh had her facebook account suspended over her last name which is yoda because they thought probably she's like a star wars fan so like i don't know who's behind the wheel at facebook like Through the ages of this ever evolving controversy, but Mm -hmm. you would think for a company that is like we're here for all people and stuff that they would stay up to date with the times to know that there are people like Jojo or any of the millions of other trans people that are out there that and like that Facebook would understand the dynamic and the reason And why people wouldn't want to listen, uh, be called by the names on their government documents or their dead names. Mm -hmm. Things like this. Well, it's, it's kind of, I don't, I don't want to alleviate the, or to like
2: excuse Facebook, but like, I think the problem that they're encountering is that like they've set up a community based system where people can report issues, um, whether that's like terrible content of like, you know, of a murder um and then it's sent to these people who review it um or it's sent immediately into uh, like a suspension so like jojo's account was like locked yeah um
0: no eventually my my account was right. uh, so once was reviewed banned.
2: by a human then they're like okay yes so my but, account
0: got banned and then a human had to review it to open my account back yeah. up again
3: so Which, what was that process like then like ban meaning you couldn't even log in and to you, us it didn't even show up as you anymore like right
0: so like there, it's like this this user has been re- uh, reported for being a abu- an abuser or spam um so <clears throat> part of the process when my profile got flagged, I mean I had a bunch of other things that time, and my my Facebook profile was not. Like the number one priority in my mind. So when your name gets reported, you basically have to write a letter to Facebook um, that says this is the name that I use in real life. And you have to take a picture of a legal document alongside that letter and so the thing that becomes problematic is that when you have someone like myself or someone else who is trans non-binary non-conforming who is trying to leave their dead name behind or at least doesn't want to have to deal with it when they're dealing with social media um you're you're forcing that person to have to deal with that shit for a social media platform you know, I shouldn't have to provide legal documents to Facebook. Not at all. To verify my identity when when my personal profile is my personal profile. Right. I am not like, Facebook's not providing me any sort of community services. Nope. They're, they're not in
3: public service whatsoever. Right. And that's confusing to me is like, who who do they think they are to make you use your real name? Like, I even felt that way about just my little um, cosmetic change on yeah. for Jonathan. Yeah. But I was like where do you get off saying that I need to show you like documents to prove that this is my name? Right. Like, and how does this impact or affect other people like yourself or the trans community or anybody else right? that like, you're just Facebook like Twitter. I can get away with calling myself, whatever Instagram I get away with. So what makes Facebook think that they're like this government directory? Like they have to, you have to have your real name. That doesn't make sense.
1: Well, I mean, I think the issue with Facebook more than some of the other social media agencies that we're seeing, though, and, and we've uncovered now through some of these scandals that have come out, is that they are packetizing and using your data down to the individual level. And so if they can't prove the veracity of your name for whatever reason, how do they know anything else on your profile is true? And we all know and we've even seen it as people I think everyone at this table has worked with like Facebook advertising and managing an ad. Right. Like we even for like the QPAC Life page, we can do that. And when you're selecting, like, who you want to see this sponsored post, like, it's down to race, age, gender, people who like certain things. Zip and code. Zip yeah. codes. Um, and so all of that is tracked back to you as an individual with the data that you're putting into Facebook. And so I think it's... I think it's more than anything has to do with money and making money off of your So data.
0: here's, here's what's interesting to me because I feel like, you know, every, Facebook loves to talk about algorithms and I feel like Facebook has the ability to create algorithms specific, like that are, are sophisticated enough to look at somebody who's had Facebook almost since Facebook came out. Right. So years worth of personal data and, um, verifiable personal data, but it's possible for people to advertise to click farms in the Middle East, in the Philippines, in Taiwan, yep. with profiles that are erroneous and can make somebody's pro- Facebook page, their 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 fan page, go from zero likes to fifty thousand likes overnight because of click farms right but you can't deal with that problem in a way that's logical with just not not even a very sophisticated case sophisticated algorithm but you don't have a system in place that could help protect vulnerable people um in situations where they might be getting harassed and, you know, like I'm I'm very thankful to have been in my right mind these past several weeks because like had it been at any other time, I probably would have just been like, I would have taken it so much more personally. Um but like and also just like you know, my relationship with my dead name is not as um as um painful as it is for a lot of my friends who had they been subjected to something like this would have had a problem. And, you know, I think of our friend um, L. Tantai, who is consistently misgendered by by common circles we all share. And for the sake of making sure people understand that their pronouns are they and them, because there's no place to specify that on your Facebook profile, they set up their middle name as L. They, them, Tantai. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, so like it it shouldn't have to it shouldn't have to be that way on a profile that makes its you know, on a, a social media platform that sort of makes its its play on how inclusive it is when its policies are actually not that inclusive. And, you know, when people set up their profile, you force them to put in a first name and a last name. When that might not necessarily be conducive to how they communicate with people in real life. We know other people that, that introduce themselves mononymically to people all the time. And that's their right. So like the names that we use, they matter. They're important. And it might be a part of how people protect their, their personal identity. So Facebook really doesn't have the right to be enforcing policies like this. Ultimately, ultimately, I won. I wrote them a very long letter. <laughs> I'll share. I'll share it on this QPOC Lives Twitter. Um, and um, they, I'm, I'm still able to use my Facebook profile the way I had been using it. And the first thing I posted was to whoever reported me, I win.
1: week, we like to do what we call a self-care check-in. And it is very important to check in on your friends and loved ones. So that's exactly what we are going to do here on tonight. Mm. But you out there listening, yes, you hearing the sound of my voice right now. (laughs) You should also take some time just to check in on someone, no matter what. Whether you think they're fine or not, remember that humans are complex beings and very capable of hiding what is going on just beneath the surface. And so, with that spirit in mind, I ask you, Zachary, how are you doing? A complicated human being.
2: Thank you, Marianne Williamson. (laughs) Um,
1: I sense a dark psychic energy.
3: (laughs) Dark psychic forces?
2: (laughs) You did come to my mind. Um... I am I am alive and I am ready for the holidays to be over well they're just beginning it. Uh, countdown to Christmas day thank you Mariah she's already on the top 200 again hello um,
1: mailbox money every year every, every she, year she, she doesn't have to do a damn it, thing it she has a number
2: one single every year midnight strikes on October 31st and she's like oh there's the direct
1: deposit. there it is <laughs> Great.
2: hitting Great. let
1: me walk
3: to my mailbox just, I
1: for, just for the receipt. That's it. For the stove. In the heels. Yeah. And like a little, I just, I envision her in like a little, like a little robe that has mm-hmm. like the Santa trim. Cut
2: all the way down at the bottom. Santa trim. Anyway, this um, is your self-care. Keep yeah. <laughs> no, I th- I think that Mariah Carey uh, does self-care. play into, yeah, she is self-care. Uh, no, um, as we were talking about in the last episode, um, I was doing this event in October and then in November there... Are some performancings that uh, that I'm doing in that addition. We are to doing this old woman I know. Oh wow! Portion control. <laughs> <laughs> oh my All god! Right. Well, um, wait
1: until my self care. <laughs>
2: but I, I think <laughs> <laughs> noted ageist trick. <laughs> <physically. laughs> right. uh, no, um, the, the ism
1: that dare not speak its name. This- <laughs>
2: I love a witch hunt. Um, you know, uh, for me, self-care this week was, you know, it wasn't about me. It was about actually someone else. So uh, today I was out shopping and I saw this. So I only buy vintage for my drag character um, because I'm really into stories. And <laughs> so I bought a piece for a friend of mine mostly because it didn't fit me. (laughs) Um, I saw it and I was like, you know what? This is one to two sizes too small in the shoulders. So I'm not going to buy this for me. Uh, I bought it for my friend Gigi, our friend Gigi. Um, It is a vintage 1997 Mark by Mark Jacobs couture collection dress. Um, It's Mm -hmm. very cool. And it's very, I'm really excited. I hope it fits her. Anyway, so my self-care was like, I bought it because it brought me joy to buy a friend something like that. Mind you, if it fit me, it would have been mine. It would have been you. <laughs> but also, I bought it for like one-tenth of the price, and the price was still multiple digits. So, wow. Jonathan, with the dark psychic energies looming around us, how are you doing? I'm
3: doing all right, because I'm... uh. Free white and 21. Free white and 21. There we go. I I was trying to remember it because I said I was going to use it on the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what's going on? The last time we had this type of talk, I was telling you about losing my hair. And um, we're. And you are not your hair. We are uh, three weeks into this treatment of finasteride and biotin pills. And I think it's starting to work. I can't tell. Uh where there was like just clear no hair. There is hair now. It's like little baby hairs. But I don't know if that's because I like rearrange it this way or that or do like a faux comb over or whatever. But that's where we are right now. And I'm gonna give it maybe three months first. I think I, it needs to take that long mm. to to grow. Um I did notice in the shower, like when I first got my hair cut, when it was cut too short, um of like a month ago, by the time this comes out. Um there was this thing when my hair was long, you could really see like, you couldn't see the, well, you could, I guess you could see the thinness in that like my whole head would be wet. And then like all the hair in the middle would be flat. And then all the hair on the sides would be like super bushy. So it looked like a real old man, except without baldness, but still hair. And so like when you first cut it, um, it was fine. It was just like, Oh, this, maybe I just need to keep my hair short all the time then because now it doesn't look crazy. But now as of, me speaking right now, today's shower, I looked, and it's like already the outer hair is growing at a much faster rate than the middle hair, and I'm like, you know what that's just part of aging, and like Zach said at the end of that episode when I talked about it last time, we'll have to do um an episode about just growing a little bit older because I had some really profound thoughts about that today when I saw myself, like I, from my shower, I can look into the mirror, and then I just looked, and I was like, you know what i'm thirty five years old, but In 35 more years, I'll be 70. Yeah, that I is, know that is the math. Yeah, yeah, but I'll get more into that later, Jojo. But
0: also, it's important to remember you have multi-textured blazing hair. This, this true. is true. So, so the texture of your hair on the top of your head might be different from the texture on the
3: sides of your head. This is true. You know, I never got a hair education because, and that's something that like is a the common hair episode. Honey. Oh, the hair episode we but haven't we done about. that oh, yet.
2: Holy uh, shit,
0: we need to do that.
3: January twenty twenty. Here we come.
2: All
0: here we right. go. The hair. Are dream. there? Are, if there are any new york-based home hair care products that want to sponsor that for episode, any <laughs> let
3: us know so jojo how are you
0: um well first of all y'all thank you for letting me rant and rant and rant earlier um but other than that i'm i'm having a a really um i'm having a really good week i uh things are really starting to like like settled down and and I'm starting to feel like I can breathe again. I'm looking forward to going grocery shopping and like buying other nice food that isn't bread and eggs and cheese. Cheese um, poofs, cheese poofs, exactly. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, just uh, had just in in dealing with some of the 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 negative talk i've always heard about myself before and and again like just coming back to this this lens of understanding what my life has been like now through the adhd lens and just how like hearing the words you're lazy you're unmotivated um you're um distracted all the time blah 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 and just sort of the things that have always carried a lot of shame for me And the experience of of working this week with a job opportunity that I had thanks to our our wonderful friend, Zach, here at the table. Um, I was like, I was busting my hump. Like I was working hard and I I would have dared anybody to come for my work ethic during that day. And those were things that um, always kind of got thrown in my face when I was having like rough spats before and things that are actually like associated with having like things that people with ADHD hear a lot. And so like, again, like even if it comes down to ultimately that I, I don't get diagnosed with ADHD, I'm glad that I have this understanding now because it gives me a different appreciation for how people's minds work. And I want to encourage our listeners to just like, you know, take that perspective that it's important for us to talk about mental health disorders and their possibilities because we need to help each other through all of our challenges and mental health is, is incredibly important and that's why we do this so um just look out for yourselves carlos how your how your mental health doing my my mental health is going all right. I think the thing for
1: me recently that I've noticed is just being really mindful about my time and how I'm spending it and what mm-hmm. I'm doing with it and being mindful of my energy levels. So I think since the beginning of this most recent month that we just came out of, um, I've been nonstop. There's always been something going on. I'm going from one place to another. Um, and so it has, I feel taken a little bit of a a toll on me in terms of keeping myself up, keeping myself motivated, being really focused on what I'm eating and being focused on my exercise. Like I've definitely lost that a little bit, that little bit of discipline that I had. So I'm trying to get back into the swing of the things. Um, and so part of that is just how am I blocking off my time? How am I using like The calendar functionality in my phone to like be like, no, actually, I'm going to go do this because it's on the calendar. So I feel somewhat um, not obligated. Well, yeah, I guess obligated is the word I want to use, but I feel very invested in like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym this afternoon because I put it in my calendar, Mm -hmm. you know. So those are the kinds of things I'm trying to do to help motivate me and get me back on track. Um, Because then I find once I start doing those things, like even though they're the first things to go when you feel overwhelmed, when you bring them back into your life, for some reason it helps you refocus and it helps you sort of like, if you are, for me anyway, like if I am feeling stressed out or I'm feeling like I can't deal with a lot of stuff, then like I go do like, let's say I go for a run or I go work out that time that I spend like doing something physical then helps me to like return back to the work or return back to whatever other thing I need to do and come back with like a fresh perspective or a fresh mind. So that's what I've been focusing on. I am exhausted today because the night before I went out and I stayed out entirely too late carrying on (coughs) being ridiculous in drag. Uh, But it was fun. And then of course, in a couple of weeks I've got actually just in one week um, I'm doing a show with this stupid bitch Over here to my left
2: Oh god
1: So I gotta get my shit together Cause I need to be in The jumpsuit
2: Oh The jumps.
1: <laughs> the jumpsuit honey She's gonna be so cute
0: And with that, you all, our time together does unfortunately come to a close. Uh, next week is Thanksgiving. So we Thanks want living. Hello, oh, hi, y'all yes. wanted a twist. Thank you. Thank you. So we want to wish you and yours a happy holiday. And if you're out there on your own, we want to acknowledge you and hope you are able to get through this time of year the best that you can. The holidays can be overbearing for folks who have no options. So we're happy to be your option. If you're alone out there by choice, then more power to you. So we hope you grab a plate somewhere if that's your decision. And as always, you may call me Jolie. I'm Zach. I'm Carlos. I'm Jonathan. And this is <gasps> the award-winning <laughs> This q
3: Life!